Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Hey. Hi. Okay, well, before we dig into all of, like, the cool. psychoticness, happy birthday to Ivan. Happy and birthday to Ivan and Brad. And there are like seven other people on Facebook whose birthday today, <laughs> but Ivan and Brad. Happy birthday, Ivan's your brother, dear Brad's my cousin. Ivan so let's Brad. prioritize family. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. We love you guys. Love you. Um, so clearly, we are a few days behind on this. We're, we're recording on Saturday as opposed to Wednesday or Thursday. Um, yeah. It's just been a little crazy. And it's been a time warp. It, and it's been a time warp. We're and on day... I don't know. Officially, it's five weeks Monday. But for me, it hit five weeks on Friday. So it's day is it still 2020? 30. It is still 2020. And it feels like it's been a year and this month. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's... It's just been a time. How are all of you doing? <laughs> How is quarantine and all of that treating you? Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The isolating part really isn't getting me much. But yeah, I think the heaviness of other aspects of what's going on is. And it comes in waves. And when it hits, it's kind of brutal. Mm-hmm. Um we were, what's it called? House party? Yeah, house party. We, yeah, house yeah we, party. we were on that last night and someone said, you know, how is everybody doing? And at first everyone kind of like smiled and they're like, you can be real. And then people started being like, yeah, no, this is not cool. <laughs> my, my immediate response is, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, and I mentioned how I'm typically optimistic 90% of the time and then 10% it's bleak. And Jason was like, yeah, I'm 90-10 also. But the other way. <laughs> yeah, I'd say like, I'm, yeah. I'm 90% bleak. You know, we're balancing each other out. But um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot we're going to discuss and mention today. And we hope that it connects with you guys and, and that yeah. you all feel uh, comfortable to share or comment or or vent or just kind of say what you're going through, too, because it's there's a lot going on. Yeah, and reach out. Know that um, even if we don't talk to you on a daily basis or a weekly basis, we're here. Yeah, um, we love you. And we're you're, you're all not alone. sheltering in place. We're, we are. So, Except in Florida where they opened up the beaches again I, and everyone's running over. That and I don't want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> that. And, you know, the whole, like, rally and all that. Well, again, that that again, we won't do. The, okay. the politics of all of let's, that let's is not do infuriating. That. But how... Let's let's start with, with you. How how are you? How's um, your heart? How's your, your mind? How are you? 90% bleak, 10% <laughs> hopeful. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm... I'm in a place where I feel like as a man, um, as a father, as a husband, um, through, it's hard to say no fault of my own because it's like, well, you should plan, well, you should be proactive, but it feels like through no fault of my own and then it feels like completely my responsibility that I'm not holding up my end of the bargain as a husband or a father right now, which is wildly uh, emasculating and challenging. And then... I um, don't have the energy to do anything other than consume media right now. I don't have yeah. time in my brain and in my soul to want to create because um, I feel not petty because I know whatever pain I'm going through is real pain and it's the biggest and most important thing in my life and it's hard because your pain and my pain, they're equal even if they're different. And it just having the perspective to go, you know, we've had it pretty lucky for the last few weeks being able to get a little bit of um, paid time leave at home from work. But, you know, I just got furloughed this past week. 
and so not knowing what the um the situation is for benefits coming May June it's just it's all very very real and it just breaks my heart because it feels like wow maybe if I had been more proactive looking back um we'd be in a better place financially so it's it's stirring um I'm I'm quite um I'm just shook yeah yeah how are you doing Shook is a very good word to uh, <laughs> describe everything. Yeah, no, this this week had several ups and downs, uh, both personally and creatively. On the, on the plus side, I got to lock myself in the office with a piano and, and you know, we're doing the next song in that series, the Isolated at Home um, music group. And so we're doing Springsteen's Born to Run, yeah. which I, I even messaged my brother, uh, Ivan, mad respect to Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band because that piano is, I think I wrote him a uh, holy freaking shnikes, I think is what I actually said. <laughs> I like, Her hands is, were shaking when she came up I, from working on the piano. Because I was just listening to it, I learned by ear, and it's it's really complex to do, and it was just three hours straight of, of learning and banging and playing, and, but it was really fun, and then shot off the video, so at least I got to do that, which is good. Um, however, everything that happened this week as far as being furloughed and then... You know, from a marriage point of view, we had quite a, quite a, a thing this week, and it's it's the kind of thing where, you know, you're with the right person, even if in the moment it's hard. If then you come out of, a fight or an argument or a situation stronger afterwards, but it was a really tense couple of days, and there was a lot going on, yeah. and and then, I know you got furloughed, and we're trying to figure out, it's kind of the perfect storm. Everything's in our happening. world at the moment of being oh, furloughed, attempting to buy a place that is now going to be dead in the water for a while, yeah. where we're going to be moving because we're not going to be able to afford to stay where we are, even though we are in negotiations and they Trying came back with that. an offer and we're going to see what, we, what can, we can do, what we can do. But it just feels like everything in our lives in that way. And then this virus that's going on, it just feels like it's all crashing down in this one bizarre cauldron and it's, it's, attacking us and like i said silver lining is so many people are going through stuff like this we're not alone but it's really hard to keep perspective of that when you truly do realize the bleakness of where you are yeah and the thing is i think the most important thing during all this is to have empathy for other people yeah um but then at the same time don't seek their pity Uh, maybe seek their counsel and seek their perspective um because like I was, I was telling you the other day, like I, I was complaining about what's going on with us to uh, to my acting coach, and he's like, he just put it in a really stark perspective <laughs> of like what he has to deal with as a result of everything that's going on. And I was like, yeah, wow, no, I don't need your pity, I don't need your sympathy, I just need you to listen, and I need to offer that to everyone else as well. Right. And so it, it it's what's so hard about this is to not become at least for me, to not spiral into the place of, oh, woe is me. Um, everyone's going through their own thing, but I'm the only one going through what I'm going through, and nothing can fix it other than, you know, the miracle. And it's like, no, it's it's going to, what's going to fix this other than miracles of science and medicine <laughs> and all of those <laughs> people's immense hard work um, and, and political will. But what's really going to fix this is for every individual to um, lift themselves up and then look to their left, look to their right, 
and look in their neighborhood and see who else needs to be lifted up to. Who really needs, yeah. And understanding that um, as we grow this pie back, um, as we grow the pot back and we give people their portion, understanding we're not losing by sharing. No, you're not losing by sharing. And I, it, to, another thing that we were going to mention too, we haven't received our stimulus bill. No. Or bill, our <laughs> stimulus. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a bill. <laughs> it'll totally be a bill. Our stimulus check. And a, a lot of people have. <laughs> Don't worry. They're going to be rolling out in, like, different, it's really in different interesting, chunks like, throughout the you know, year until July. Right. No, no, no. And we know that. Yeah. But it's really interesting to see who's received, who hasn't, but also different like, things. He, it's it, really interesting. I, I filed for unemployment three weeks ago. Yeah. People are just now starting to file for unemployment, and they're at the back of that line. Right. And that's like those people are just as deserving as I was. I know, absolutely. And I, no, no, I'm just saying like well, these things happen when they happen in the time they happen and the systems are overloaded, then they were never designed to do this, which is a different conversation. Right, But right. the reality is it's like, what are you going to spend that money on? If you're going to spend that money on food and shelter, great. If you're going to spend that money on things, right? be cautious about that. If you're going to spend that money That'll on getting yourself out of credit card debt or other other like right. serious debt, right. it's advisable. But understand that as far as I understand, I, as far as I understand, it's a, it's a credit against taxes that will be owed next year. So as long as you're over a certain tax or under a certain tax bracket, you won't be taxed. Is that what it on is? It okay. As earnings. But if you're above a certain tax bracket, they're going to recoup be. it. Yeah. Wow. Well, because above a certain yeah. tax bracket, they figure that, that <laughs> money is a drop in the bucket. Need it. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but it's also been interesting to hear who's receiving under versus. Yeah, not everyone's like, getting Not everyone's getting the full thing. So just be. It, 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 yes, we're talking about be grateful and, and all of that thing, but also just <laughs> help others. Well, and, okay. You know. Um, be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Um, but. We can have a conversation about should you actually be grateful or irate about what's happening um, as far as the money being received from the state and federal governments. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm irate, um, mostly because I can see what other countries are able to do and, able, and how they're able to support their people. And every so often, even still, I see people say, like, um, the arts are not worth the money that they're being paid. And I'm still just like, man, really? And then I'm seeing that occasionally <laughs> from people who are in the entertainment industry yeah. or like reposting memes that are like in part deriding, um, the need for sports, the need for reality television stars, their need for movie stars and actors. And it's like, no, you need all those things right now because you need a distraction. That's how everyone's escaping. That's how everyone's right living. <laughs> Do not say the arts are not important. It's, it's Try not getting through, but it's not just, it. but it's not just the arts that are important. It's all the ancillary industry. The arts creates. Yeah. It's yeah. AMC is going to go belly up. I cannot believe And so that, that means that all those leases are going to be defaulted on. So those leases are going to affect landlords, all those places right. where those people right. have jobs, those jobs, will be gone. gone. And that's it's this crazy domino effect that's affecting yeah. and everyone and everything. Yeah. And people keep going, oh, just get things back to normal already. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Let us out of the house and just go back to normal. When it is safe to go back out of the house, it's There's not no going to be going to back it to feels, normal. You know what's all. crazy about this is I, I feel like we had this exact same conversation a week ago. It's similar. No, but I'm saying I can't remember it. Because the the warp that's happened the warp. and the amount of emotional up and down in the last week has just been so yeah. This week was crushing. Intense. This week was intense. Yeah, 
Yeah. But uh, the, the we did say last time the whole the new normal and what that's going to look like. And we're just going to have to be kind and patient and help each other figure out what this new normal is going to yeah. be and know that we as the people, we've dealt with things like this before. We haven't in our lifetime or our generation or our parents' generation. There have been things, but not to this. Yeah. Not to this degree. Degree. And well, um, it's interesting um, because, yes, we haven't. We haven't because of certain privilege. Yes. Um, the the scourges of um, crack cocaine, methamphetamines, those aren't communicable diseases, but those are things that eradicated neighborhoods and eradicated groups of people um, that... And then the HIV AIDS epidemic, which continues to ravage the continent of Africa. Yeah. It's, these are things that I think kind of like uh, the attitude that the opioid crisis only became a crisis when it started affecting white people is that this at least should be a cause and a rallying banner to, hey, just because something hasn't come to your neighborhood yet doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. And so I think that in a way, this will be different than it's ever been before because it's like, look, guys, we've been blind or blissfully ignoring yeah. um, how different things have wiped out communities of color, uh, LGBTQ+. plus. I don't know all of those different letters because there's so many now. <laughs> um, just these different communities that have been destroyed yeah. um, by governments, uh, industries turning an eye, turning a blind eye. And I think that it's, high time we don't do that anymore it's it's totally look we all only have so much bandwidth in a day you can't take on all the world's problems all at once um, and you only have so many ways to spend your money but make sure the the way you're spending your money make sure the the things that you're supporting um are in support of communities that need that support are in support in support of industries that are actually taking care of their workers like for me like i've been furloughed and it's terrible but I got a phone call from the president of my company who's furloughing herself. Right. That also puts... <laughs> like, like, I work for a small business that is part of a huge, huge uh, operation as far as high fashion apparel. And it's... The, to just hear the pain and the hope in someone's voice that, you know, we'll get through this and things will be different. Things... Yeah. Because they have to be different, industries will change. Absolutely. And... And, just, and these are very, these are changes that should have happened generations ago. Yeah. And these are things that we should have learned for, we should have learned <laughs> much more than we had at the science available at the time from the Spanish influenza, from polio. We should have learned from the equal rights movement, from um, what happened in, in the wake of Vietnam, from everything that happened throughout the 20th century. We should have learned these lessons. And culturally, we just haven't. Yeah. We've been putting the dollar above because it, there's so many ways for us to make money <laughs> off of all these cool new industries yeah. and these cool new things if we actually care to be proactive. To be proactive. And then with all of that new money, more money can be spent. And when more money is spent, more jobs are created. It, like it's, we've been using trickle-down economics in the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to create a real trickle-down economics that works without getting too political, I feel like the Green New Deal even though I don't agree with a lot of its policies, it's probably the best way <laughs> to, to lift up classes. And what happens when you lift up classes is you get more artists, you get more inventors. Yeah. Like when you, when the brain 
I feel like if the brain has time to wander and if the brain is forced because of, um, because of scarcity, you, I think like those are the two ends at which you get art. Those mm. are the two ends in which you get creativity. Yeah. Because if you have to think your way out of a circumstance, you get a certain type of art. And if you have to think your way, and if you just have time to let your mind wander because there's so much, um, there's no scarcity, there's abundance, you create art in a different way. And I just, I think that our industry will benefit greatly from the back end of this because the the slow moving toward telling stories of people of color and other neighborhoods or neighborhoods, um, uh, communities that have been ignored or whitewashed. Now it's like, well, why why do that anymore? I think we've learned over the last few years that um, if you're telling a good story, and the it's actor, a human story. It doesn't and matter. The actors what, are, and the actors are doing their job. And right. the whole team's doing their job. It doesn't matter what they look like. Not at all. Who they love. Nope. What God they pray to. Yep. If it's real and it's authentic. It's a human story. Yeah. And everybody, yeah. I'll be very curious to see, I think we were joking the other night, is, is this next wave of movies going to be apocalyptic, you know, all these things, or is it going to be hope and uplifting or is there going to be, I mean, we're just, it's really going to be interesting to see where the next round and wave of the arts go. Once it opens up, we were reading that article um, on deadline, you know, they're really thinking September, October. July at the earliest for pre-production on a lot of things. They said certain studios are going, well, maybe July, August, but then it said, however, realistically, September, October. And now all of the changes, things like craft services where it used to, not used to, well, yeah, used to now. Typically, there's a buffet-style thing, and you go and get what you want. And now they're saying it's going to be individually wrapped and no shared this, and they're going to have to stagger lunch times, which I had a thought when reading that, they're going to stagger lunch times. How is that going to work with shooting and scenes and breaks and this and, and that? You're just going to build a schedule. It's going to be really interesting. If you're, if you're line producing and you're building a schedule and you're... D- producing day by day you're just going to build a schedule differently yeah you're going to have to because you're going to have to be accommodating i i was walking by the um the construction site that's behind us they have posted placards about COVID 19 on the outside of the construction site. right out behind us wow and it's it's interesting because i think like you think a thing about things like craft services i feel like you're going to have to have loads more stand-ins i feel like they were saying that too like the the main principal actors you know they're going to have to be wearing masks and their handlers are going to have to be fully covered because if they get sick, the whole thing goes down. Yeah. And so they're going to have to have more stand-ins and they're going to have to have uh, less rehearsal time and they're going to have to have... There are just all these little I, factors in there of no how more it's crowd going to scenes. so... Dra- well, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. The crowd scenes and if there is a large crowd scene and it's important and vital to the movie and the story, doing a staggered lunch or dinner when you're trying to do a, sh- a shoot yeah. like that, like it's just... Everything's going to shift, and it's going to be. And then there's also the a challenge. The oh, you were talking about the challenge is good. Uh, you were reading when you reading the article. You're saying that you're going to basically be signing an insurance waiver. Yeah, it's the kind of thing waiver. of if uh, you know, when you go skydiving, if you die, it's not our fault. Yeah. If you go on this roller coaster, well, it's not our fault. They're going to be doing that on sets <gasps> of we're going to try to keep it as clean as possible, and all these precautions are there. However, if you take this job. And you get COVID, it, we're not yeah, liable. There's there's always been a liability waiver that you sign when you do certain things, but um, it's now going to specifically, specifically enumerate specifically talk about COVID nineteen that, and yeah. then it said in there, you know, nobody should return to work or go to work if on they sets feel unsafe. if they feel unsafe or uncomfortable. However, if that's the case, don't take the job. So then it's that thing of 
Well, well so I... it's going to move forward and someone else is going to take yeah. that job. But the... then what if they get sick and I'm being safe, but now I don't have any money or a way to feed my family? Like it's this, it's a really bizarre, it's gonna be a weird do you cycle. put yourself at risk to continue providing for your loved ones? Or are you, do you truly play it safe, even to the degree of over safe to truly see this thing through? Well, I think um, for the, if what's going on in the world is any indication, I think that the countries that played it super safe super quickly um, are doing much better. Absolutely. And their industry will rebound and their economies will rebound faster. much faster. Yeah. Um, for the countries that are slow playing it, or in our case in the United States, where we're divvying up responsibility to every state, but then at the same time federalizing the responsibility, but at the same time breaking it out <laughs> county by county, city it's by city. So it's up. just so confusing, and the yeah. leadership on it's been so um, patchwork that uh, makes me grateful to live in a state like California where maybe I'm, I'm not right. thrilled with the outcomes. Right? No. But I'm thrilled with Gavin Newsom's Gavin response. Gavin Newsom. Mayor Garcetti here in L.A. Mm-hmm. I just think that what we're looking at in the back end of this is hopefully telling a lot more new stories. Because I think right. by the time everyone gets out of this, we'll have all watched everything that's on Netflix, everything on Amazon. And all of this new original, truly original yeah. content th- will yeah, be needed. emerge and, and be needed. Yeah. Uh, a dear friend, hi Ben, Ben Drew, uh, he is actually, they're shooting the first quarantine. Yeah, they shot it this last week. I thought they were shooting it this Monday. Or they they started They were rehearsing this past week. Um, But they're going to be doing their first multi-cam show like with the network he's doing it with, but in quarantine. And so it's it's really neat that things are going that (laughs) way. And is based off of uh, his TikTok. It's uh, him. (laughs) (laughs) Ben did this thing. He created it basically from his TikTok, um, which just shows that... um, there's no rhyme or reason to how anything works in this town. <laughs> and as Although long as... he does as have an incredible work ethic. No, no. It's, it, I mean, that... But yeah. you just, you never know what... What's going to be the ticket gonna, forward. Who, that's going to launch something. And he just did yeah. a Zoom table read for I his animated series. I saw that for his animated, series. yeah. Um, and I've been, I have been seeing a lot of people hopping on Zoom yeah. and doing readings of new scripts. Or readings of plays. Of plays yeah. or, or even, you know, Shakespeare, just getting together yeah. and being artistic in that regard. So it is uplifting to see that and, people are and how web people, series. people are shooting like web that, yeah. series. And then from the humanity point of view, at 7 p.m., you know, people are doing the call to healthcare um, outside. But tonight at 7 p.m. in New York, the whole city on their balconies are going to sing uh, Sinatra's New York, New York. Oh, that's cute. Which I, it's just... Bringing people together, even in isolation, I think is so important and will, now. And you know what's weird? That would never happen in Los Angeles. I, I had a very <laughs> it's similar like a thought. Weird, a weird <laughs> it's like thing. Yay, New York, but I don't think, well, I don't LA's, think they would do that here. LA is not the kind of city that ha- when you're from LA, or maybe not from LA, but when you live in LA, I don't think you have the same um, pride of your neighborhood. Because everything is so disjointed. I was going to say, it's not, well, I don't know if it's pride of neighborhood, but in New York City, you're on your feet all the time and it's all these people in a smaller space yeah. and you run into people all the time. Yeah. The same 10 people are going to be at this coffee shop and as you walk down here, you know, there's a camaraderie and a, a family vibe there way more so than LA. LA is massive and huge and there are millions of people, but you can feel very alone incredibly easily yeah. because you're either at home or in your car driving all the time and then getting to where you need to go. True. So I think that is where the L.A. New York heart differs. Yeah. Speaking of hearts, Lila now just points out hearts everywhere. 
I had hearts on my socks oh, yesterday. Good. She's going, heart, heart. Good God, that child is amazing. She's grown so much she in the last has few weeks. leaps and bounds. Well, she's, she's also just talking taller. like crazy. She she's, can reach our countertops. She's so have you noticed that? Tall. She can reach our countertops. She can reach her changing table. She put Abby and Elmo. Yeah. She was like, Abby, Elmo, seep. And she just put them up there. And I went, yeah, look at you. <laughs> yeah. She's also very into um, sitting on the potty right after bath time and brushing her teeth on the potty. Well, it's good. That is how she likes to brush her teeth. It's good because that way her hands are distracted so she doesn't try to reach in the potty. Because <laughs> she's just We curious. haven't made a real push on, on potty training yet. But, you know, the last few months she's curious. She's yeah. interested. So she'll say, you know, potty, potty, Lila, potty. So we go. Um, she doesn't really... She sits on it, but it, it's really cute to... She's so curious about what happens when I'm sitting on the toilet. It's so funny. Because she knows Lila and Mommy... Or have it's, the same have the same, same anatomy, right? So with Daddy, she's like she wants to look in, look. <laughs> she wants to watch. I'm becoming. So I'm, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I've become much more self conscious in the toilet. Um, uh, mostly uh, about parenthood. Mostly about not traumatizing my ch- my child. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. It, I, it's a weird weird time. Um, it is. We me, on Monday. Yeah. This last Monday. Oh yeah, Was yeah. our first. That was only this last Monday. That, that feels only like this a last month Monday. Ago. Only this last Sunday did we finally watch the Seder, the um, Saturday night Saturday night Seder because we missed really it by cool. a day and it was excellent for those who yeah. didn't see it. It's great. And this has the, been the best Passover I've had in right? years. I, I don't know. know what that says. Jason made the most epic matzah lasagna. <laughs> that rivals lasagnas I've had in restaurants. Like, holy cow, this thing was good, and you need to make it. It is now a tradition, family staple. You must, at Passover, make this every year now. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, but this last Monday, um, it was Lila's first Zoom class with Piper, the preschool that we're going to be doing in the fall, if it even comes God back. Willing. Um, but they all had to move to the online virtual mm-hmm. learning as every school has. However, when it's freshmen and sophomores in high school or even fourth and fifth graders versus year and a half and two-year-olds, uh, it's a very different experience. And we the weren't hour and sure 15 minutes the kids were paying attention for a half hour throughout the whole class. Yeah, which is fine. And oh, I guess no, the, that's the, an amazing attention the, span. The perk is, at that age. you know, they can then go off because they're in their own home and grab yeah. a book and then sit down and play. Or nurse. Or nurse, which Lila just kept doing because and I've said it before also, since being home with this, she's just on me 24-7 apparently again. Apparently we're we were stressing starting, her out a lot. We were starting to self-wean. <laughs> she really was. And now it's like, mommy milk, please, please. When she says, please, I can't. She goes, please, mommy well, milk, well, please. What I enjoy about it. <laughs> ground. What I enjoy about ground. it personally is it's her. She likes me to sit on the ground. It's her coping mechanism with all the stress that's going on right now. And if we say no to something. Like whether we take away a screen after changing her diaper, or say it's time to sit down and eat, or, and she doesn't want to, she'll cry and go, "Mommy milk, <laughs> mommy milk, please." <laughs> and okay. you, you, it's it's really cool for me to watch my child have so much agency and regain stay, control of the situation no, and, and try to say like, "No, no, no!" Like I need control of the situation, and this is how this I'm is, doing it. Everything is way out mommy of sit. out of control. Yeah. I need this. This gives me this gives me safety. This gives me security. And you can see that in her eyes. You and see her like, thinking all that. And I do have the concern that, oh, I, 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 is this the only way we're going to be able to offer you security? Um, and I hope you're not <laughs> screwing moment? up so much. No, I, I think I think it's I think it's okay. But with, with Zoom, so it was kind of neat. You know, the teacher sent out the link, and then we all we all signed in. 
Lila was so excited <laughs> to see her teacher and her little friends that, you know, that Zoom rectangle, our rectangle was just her face. She was all the way. It was like she was climbing into the computer. She wanted to see the people. And then uh, her little classmate, Eva, she really loves uh, her dad, Michael. She, Lila has loved Michael <laughs> like since they met in September, who is also from uh, the Bethesda, Rockville, Maryland area, which is this crazy small world thing. So everyone's walking on and they're all sitting there and the kids are kind of seeing what's happening. And then Lila spots Michael and stands up and goes, hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. And just starts waving her hand. And it was quite adorable. So I'm curious to see how it's going to continue yeah. over the next Mondays through, you know, I think they're going to continue it till beginning of July. Oy. And then we'll see what happens yeah. in the fall. You know, they sent out an email saying um, Piper isn't part of the Los Angeles County School uh, rules as far as the closures with that, but they're not going to do anything unsafe either. So yeah. we're just going to have to wait and see. And depending on where we're living could change all of it anyway. True, which is true. That's up in the air. Quite, quite <laughs> stressful. Um, but we just want Lila to have the best. Maybe in this next preschool. week she'll watch her first Disney animated film? She might. She might. We'll see. Uh, I definitely want to watch with her. There were two specials this week that we haven't watched yet, but I want to. Elmo hosted a Zoom party on Sesame Street with all of his little Muppet friends, and then a bunch of celebrities came on, and I want to see that. And then, was it last night or two nights ago, there was the big Disney sing-along? Two nights ago. Two nights ago. I want to find that and possibly put that on for Lila first. Um that would be really cool. I feel like in the last week we have grown our obsession of Ozark. It is. Is it only been so like a week? Good. We've gone through the first two seasons it, in like the last week and a half. Yeah, week and a half, two weeks. It's twenty hours of television. Yeah. In once we get Lila down and we eat dinner, it's like two or three it. episodes a night. We just kind of we watched until like twelve fifteen last night. It was a bad. We choice. said we were going to stop at ten thirty and do dishes, and then we were <laughs> in the middle of an episode, and like we just looked, and he goes. It's the weekend. Tomorrow, Saturday. The, ir- the, the irony weekend. of that is, is like three days ago. Was it only three it days was ago? Three was like, days ago. No he more went, weekends. There are no more weekends. <laughs> every day is Monday. <laughs> we have every day is Monday. We have to be productive. We have to do this. And so it made me chuckle last night when he went. It's the weekend, and I was like, okay. <laughs> At least I'm self-aware enough to know that I'm being hypocritical. No, and I love it, and I love it. But we're gonna get through it. I just think the the next immediate steps is you know figuring out. Where are we going to live? Where are we going to live, and how are we going to make some money to to do that? So, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing big, nothing, nothing, big. <laughs> nothing, nothing heavy. huge. But we just hope that you know everyone else going through similar things. You know, you're not alone. Yeah. We are going through it too. We're just talking about it publicly. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to reach out and share a story, that'd be great. If you want to reach out and sing the praises of somebody who's you know doing amazing work in the medical field, yeah. Or who's working at a grocery store, and like uh, I, I definitely would say, the one thing I've really taken inspiration from uh, during this has been um, John Krasinski. I was going to say John Krasinski, some good news. He he hosted. Uh, we haven't watched it yet, but he hosted prom. Oh, good. I think it was um, last night or the night is, before. Is the notion that you know, yes, the, you need the cathartic release of of talking about the sad and hard things that are happening right now. You do. You need to share those things. Yeah. The need to also. Um, escape and hear about good things good doesn't things. take away the need to share your pain. No. But that being said, it's so nice it's to so see people. it's so nice. Like, and it, it, to see how it good h- people helps your heart and it helps your soul and it makes you smile. It makes you go, not all is lost and there are good people and good things going yeah. on. So remember that. Watch some good news. John yeah. Krasinski. 
We love yeah. you. I've Darn. said for years, I've always wanted to be like best friends with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Yeah. John and I are going to do a movie together. We're going to become best friends and it's going to be great. And then we're just going <laughs> to, the four of us are going to hang out all the time because we both uh, have a huge crush on Emily. And, you know. You're saying you and John or you and I have a crush on Emily? You and I both have a crush on Emily. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to check because like, I'm pretty sure he does have a crush on Emily. Well, he has wife. a massive crush on Emily as well. One, one um, would hope. I just I love that interview where he he admitted that he was obsessed with Emily way before they met from the Boris Prada days, which I just thought was adorable. But yes, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, we will double date at some point. <laughs> you've, been, you've been threatened. <laughs> Mark my God, word. God, run, run, children, run. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. Well, I love you, honey. Love you too. And I know, I know times are hard and I know marriage has its ups and downs, but we are in this and it's great and... You yeah. are my heart and you are my home. Amen. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, baby. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.